with science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. This movie, man, I, uh... It's so weird that it won the poll against, like, so, Kingdom of Heaven and stuff. Like, I'm I'm, I'm a contrarian. <laughs> I love this movie. I liked it. I liked I'm it. I'm going to go. My, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get oh, into tra- it. If yeah. it wasn't Travis, for. Travis called, too. We just got to. Okay, good. If it wasn't for, we'll get into it, obviously. But if it wasn't for the technical limitations yeah. and, like, somewhat amateur yeah. style that it was filmed. I, yeah. It would have been, like, a, another star and a half, probably, for me. Because it's like. Yeah. I like the type of movie it is. <laughs> I just like struggled with like the no. quality, I it, guess, of like the I know, actual it, filmmaking. It, it's frustrating. Sorry, my headphone is falling apart. My whole this is this is just this indicative is, of my whole this entire is life. The, this is the cult of cinema <laughs> knowledge podcast. It's what you guys uh, come for. If you're coming in, right, this is episode 129. <laughs> yeah, you know, episode our, one for me, baby. <laughs> we have our good ones and we have our bad ones. We're not going to be. <laughs> Hundred percent every time, like we're falling apart it, a little bit. I fi- I finished this movie about forty minutes ago, nice. <laughs> and but I don't know. And I'm I'm mad. I want to get us back on form, okay? But we have in the past, we've had a little bit more structure to our our episodes. Oh, so I want us to I want us to like try to rein it in a little bit, maybe. Well, we um. st- we started off horribly. If that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you just gonna cut everything. What's this? No, I'm not. No, we're too deep. I'm not cutting nothing okay. now. Uh, <laughs> what? What's the structure? Are you talking? So. Well, you know, we do our intro yeah, yeah, yeah. where we're like, "Hey, cold cinema." Okay. <laughs> okay. Our, our normal banter. What? Basically, uh, this banter. This banter. Was, I got some banter. This was, yeah. Uh, this here now is we, what is what we consider intro. If you're if you're a true follower, a true cultist <laughs> of the cult of cinema knowledge, then you know. That this month has been Medieval Month. Um, there you go. And so we watched the ultimate medieval movie last week, Shrek. This week was Valhalla Rising, is the movie that we are discussing today. Uh, which was picked by you fine folks out there in podcast land. Yes, I you appreciate guys voted that. for it. Which and is, which is like Levi was saying earlier, surprising, I'm, but cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool because I actually voted for it. Because oh, nice. I thought it would be the underdog. I thought for sure. Have you sure, ever seen it? Uh, I'd always thought I'd seen like the end, but I, it turns out having just watched it now, I'd seen like the first twenty five minutes. I haven't seen past that, but I've oh. seen I've seen the whole beginning uh, before. Yeah. But the part where he like he like chokes out the guy on the, like breaks the dude's neck and everything, and then it's like he uh-huh. gets he that's, escapes his slavers. That's like as far as I got. The beautiful. First time. So, so this okay. was all fairly new to me, but I. Uh, um, so Valhalla Rising, is it my then, week to do the synopsis? And now we, there we go. This is, yeah, this is back to form. I'm, so typically, I am capable we, of form. We both, we both failed though, because I can't remember. So this is, I'm usually pretty good at remembering who has to do their synopsis. Yeah. And, uh. That's okay. This week, I, I completely don't remember. I think it was you though. Per, I think, cause I did Shrek maybe, but I, I really don't remember. remember. We've been fumbling through a team. So anyway, <laughs> so I'll, I'll give it to you real quick. So. Uh, Valhalla Rising follows One Eye. This is, takes place in like Viking times, if you will, uh, somewhere in you know Scandinavia or somewhere up in there. And uh, One Eye is a slave with you guessed it, One Eye, and he's mute. And he's like a fighter, and his owners like fight him, and they like watch and they <laughs> they do their 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 nobleman thing, uh, not nobleman but chieftain rather. Vikings, Chief, right? yeah, chieftain, yeah. And so eventually he sells them off to these other guys along with this kid uh, who kind of goes along with them. And then he finally escapes and kills these guys. But the kid kind of since the kid, the kid wasn't really a slave, I don't think. Maybe he was. I don't know. He was like kind of like a helper boy slash slave. Either way. Yeah, sure. Um, he, he escapes. And he doesn't kill the kid because he's a kid. But also the kid's kind of been the only one to show him any slight kindness. 
uh, they come across this group of Christian missionaries or just Christian men in general uh, on a, some sort of pilgrimage. And the boy speaks for one eye and basically lies and is like, yeah, we're Christians because they see all the crosses everywhere and the pile of burning bodies. And they're like, yeah, we're totally Christians. And so they're kind of like, um, I don't think you are, but whatever. You guys can join us because the one guy in the group is like, ah, this guy, I've heard of this one eye. He's a powerful warrior, so he can help us. So they're like, great, we're going to go to Jerusalem and take back the fucking Holy Land. Let's get on a boat and go, boys. They get on a boat. And it's they're stuck in the fog for God knows how long, but they're like starving to death practically, so it must be a while. Uh, and one eye is drinking the fucking water, and they're like, "You're crazy!" And then eventually, it turns out he drinks it again, and they're like, "What?" And then it turns out it's fresh water, and they're upstream. They're not in the ocean anymore, and they're totally lost uh, down some river. But the main—I forget the dude's name because they don't, you know—but the main. Uh, the main Christian guy, he was like, oh, it's cool. This is the new Jerusalem. This is our new kingdom. We're going to come in, you know, but slowly there's all these bad omens and the men are like, oh, it's the the evil fog. So they like try to kill the boy and one eye kills them. And But it's it goes along. And then eventually the, the Christian guy is like anyone that doesn't believe in me is a blasphemer. And like he kills, uh, you know, he stabs his one buddy <laughs> and uh you know, and uh, one eye and the boy are like, no, nah, this is hell. Let's get out of here. And so they just start hoofing it <laughs> and going. And uh, I'm trying to remember how it ends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's essentially it. So the, like, boy, the boy knows that he's that, – that this one eye is going to – one eye is going to basically save his life, essentially, or, or at least let him get back home. Yeah, the survivors by, by taking him to the other end of the sea, him. the the other end of oh, this island. Okay, I remember what the natives get, and everything. To, yeah, to get the ocean, and then the natives of the land take they they basically as it's symbolic, and it's kind of like it's there's some subtext, and it's like they kill him to save the boy, basically. But then, but it's like one eye, one eye is like. He's super mythical, so it's kind of cool. He just, like, is in the mist now. I don't know. He's not really dead, but he is dead, you know, his physical form. And so now he's gone to Valhalla, and so it's yeah. like he's just, that's uh Yeah, that's the gist. They show through up, the, and, they show the up and bludgeon him, but obviously, if right. you can tell, I mean, if you watch the movie, which I am sure you have if you're listening to this, if not, it's all very, uh, you know, very surreal, very, like, symbolic yeah. feeling. Everything is, like... Uh, you know, atmospheric it's, is it's, it's not like super literal everything or, it, you know, if you took it super the literal, then it's just like, oh, they went and they got lost and then they got beat up. And now everyone's dead except right. for the kid who is just taken uh, away by well, the natives or whatever. But but, you know, right. Exactly. That's not yeah, what it's yeah. going for. It's more of like Northman light in a way. That's well, but I actually Northman okay, and Aguirre. So what, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right. And dude, Aguirre, Aguirre is like. Definitely, definitely the heart of this. It's Which got is that, it's so got the same weird because this is it. well, like beat for beat, a lot of it is like a gear, like right. Other right. than a lot, like like they took the part of a gear that like the Christian guy instead of like the power hungry like colonizer, but it's still tied up obviously in that era historically with like the Crusades and shit. But it's like they just throw it more on like more of a religious cultural aspect. And are like, oh, we're taming this land. This is the new holy land. But it's like they're literally lost up a river. They literally have the guy. Like it's the same kind of vibes. Like, and I think it's hilarious because it's like since we watched Aguirre la- uh, a couple weeks back, I like Aguirre was barely on my radar, and I'm so glad I've watched it now. It's a great movie, but it's fairly obscure by like modern standards, unless you're like oh, a film God. nerd. But it's just so funny that this movie. It's so, like, it owes so much to Aguirre. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that Nicholas Winding Rife was like, I want to do one of those, but with Vikings. You know what I mean? Well, re- actually, no, what it was, the movie that he was, that he quoted, I was reading, a um, like, an interview with, with him. It was actually El Topo, dude. <laughs> I, dude, I so was actually going to say it. I was thinking it's about El Topo. Nice. El, to- El okay. Topo was the, El Topo was the, his main influence. I got a little. I don't even know vibes. if I don't. I don't even know if Aguirre was on his mind necessarily, but Aguirre had to have been because he. Well, they're the so same type Nicholas, of movie. Nicholas, it's like this surreal, slightly holy. Buddy, Winden Winden Nicholas Nicolin Winden Rifen, 
he he did the atmosphere and the character design. And then Roy Jacobson, he was the dude that probably did the Aguirre research. He did a lot of the the heavy, uh, you know, cultural maybe what what do you even call that? But like the historical, the like historical accuracy. Oh sure, if you will. Yeah. So he was the one that he was the one that focused on that during production. So I have a strong feeling it was like maybe Roy Jacobson that like totally. Gave like the Gary like I would I know I would eat, the whole thing, yeah but. I'd eat my shoes if one of the the producer or the director did not it see a Gary before this like huh. there's no right like, right right they or, didn't yeah, they didn't just like, channel Herzog like this is this is definitely no. there's too much in common with a Gary right. for it to be a coincidence but uh but it is that type of movie you know what I mean like. There are a lot of movies that right. fall under you can, the specific yeah. of what this does. You know what I mean? I mean, following any following any like religious, you know, colonizer. This weird. You're yeah. bound. To, you're bound to like. You're bound <laughs> to like come up into these like tropes and into these yeah. like and these the, character like, these character motives. You know that where it's like they they're and it's always cool because you get that you get like the one guy that's like who who speaks the most about it being like his destiny and his like and and just his right. You know, and then they always they always crumble and fall, and so it's it's yeah like know, a, fascinating, and I, I love it. And this was a movie I saw before I saw Drive, and so I like I didn't know they were the same guys, and so when I saw Drive, I was like, holy shit, this movie's like Drive. I think Drive's an amazing film, and I love it. I and then see I went it back again, through his I went back through his catalog, and I I didn't go through the Pusher series. Which I really want to though now because we we talked about what we watched one of his movies. I've right? always or we, no, or we've I've always no, been like tangentially aware of Pusher, and it's like I loved Bronson. I thought Drive. That's what it was. Like, we didn't watch Bronson, dude. I no, swear we to God, didn't we, watch any of them. This is the first. I think we a okay, couple have made it onto we the just, polls though. I'd watch we've Drive. Just talked we, about, we should put Drive on one of them in the future, but we've talked about him a lot. But anyways, uh, yeah. So Drive Drive is sick, but this this fills. Bronson, he did Bronson before this movie, yeah. and Bronson feels like like they they feel almost like a prequel or like it's like you know like One Eye is like Bronson's you know great grandfather or something that he's like in his lineage because right that that like I and I I for one like it's this is kind of like a this is my like Expendables like this is this is the kind of movie where I'm like this is my kind of action movie where you it's just, just gotta like, put all the the it, big <laughs> your version of like the big yeah. A cast it's just like Paul Dano right. and like <laughs> like all these guys it's like <laughs> yeah. Bill, Bill well, it's Murray's a, the fucking guy's like this is our Christian land well I'm more thinking oh my god that would be dude that'd be amazing dude Get, like Wes Anderson needs to make like an Gary style a style movie that'd be so cool can you imagine but, uh, that would be cool no I more mean I more mean like my this is like my this is like my man cave movie. This is the dude. Sure, this is not like yeah. hyper masculinity that's like that's like I'm just like, but I I enjoy it like that. That's what I enjoyed about Northman was like it's just it's yeah. so I mean it's it's male centric, but it's like you know I mean Northman Northman tells a little more of a fairy tale than than this movie, but it's still I just I like that I, I, like I, I like saying. that just like the silent type that's that's violent. <laughs> like, it is. Yeah, it's like, cool. uh, it doesn't necessarily like glorify, but it just shows the like, yeah, like I, big violent right. bundle of manly rage. <laughs> right. Well, and that's, Mads it's, Mikkelsen I love, in this. And yeah, yes. And Mads, dude, he, I mean, he's such a good actor and like, he does such a good job in this movie. And like, I just love, I like the, like, it's silly. He's like Batman, you know, he's just like, he's it's the, the mythos of him is, it exists so much higher. Like, I love when he starts, the kid is like, I can, sh- I can speak for him. Yeah. You know, and he starts speaking through him and like, all he is is just looking and it's like, I'm like, Oh fuck. This is, it's like, that's such a cool scene. Yeah. I, li- I like that. He but, basically yeah. becomes like, yeah, like mythological sized or whatever the word is, but he yeah. like basically becomes this like godlike. They're like, Oh, he's a curse. He's an omen. And he like, but it's, it's, I don't know enough about Norse mythology to make the connections, but it's just like, it seems to me that he was definitely trying to be like Odin in some way. Cause it's like the one eye Odin's got one well, eye. Uh, and yeah. It's like and that's with the yeah, crows right. and like his fucking not talking and the boys like, Oh, so it's like, he almost is like this becomes this like godlike figure uh, to the people who descend from Christianity near the end. They're like, what's he say about me? He says, you're going to die. Yeah. And he's like, no, you're lying. Yeah. He's then he's lying, you know? And then he dies. <laughs> Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all die. 
I mean, they, yeah, I think that's kind of, yeah, right. Yeah, the, the boy, the boy just took a gamble and I think that <laughs> paid off. But, uh, um, I wanted to say we, you can't speak about this movie without comparing it to Northman. Uh, yeah, Nor- I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's a fair, there are and, fair and, comparisons. And Gary's still fresh in my mind. So those are the two, those right. are the two big ones. And I guess El Topo yeah. out there. But well, I now I know now. I mean, yeah. even now, like I kind of I didn't really think about El Topo until I read that. And I was like, oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, it's right there. I forget it's, what scene yeah, it totally. is, but there is one scene that I specifically made the kid. Me think the kid's too clothed in this movie. So I think I was <laughs> literally I was like, man, I like these like droney, surrealist, like su- somewhat psychedelic, like dis like religious quests into madness. And I was like, yeah. I want to make one of those, but a Western. And then I was like, oh, but that's just Del Topo. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's <laughs> how I made the connection. It's just the same type yeah. of movie, same genre, you know? Right, right, uh, right. But, but, they, but, <laughs> but Northman, so I'm I'm really bummed because I, it's like watching this again, because I saw this, like I said, years and years ago. I probably, probably saw this in like, God, I think I probably saw this in like 2009 yeah. <laughs> like when it came out. When I like, when I first saw the first part of it was like right after it came out. It was like a John's house or something. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. And so anyways, uh, I just wish that the, like the pacing in this movie is is spot on. I mean, that's it's like for me personally, I love it. Like it had the right amount of momentum. And I wish that Northman t- borrowed a little bit from this because I feel like Northman was weird in its pacing. There were times yeah. where it's like really, it's like, I, I don't know, man. Northman is always one where like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I like it, but I feel like there's just, there's something missing. And I, and I know it's, I know it's because I was, I came into it with like <laughs> the highest expectations and I was just kind of like, they weren't really met, you know? I mean, they, 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 yeah. they kind of were, but it's like, I just more was like, oh, okay, that's that's yeah. great. I think but the Northman. I wish it was. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying because it's like uh, we talked about this a little bit when we talked about the Northman, but it's just like I think the Northman is a way way better movie than Valhalla Rising. I think, right. but we talked about like if it would have leaned into the more weird surreal stuff, that was the best part of the Northman. But then yeah. if you just do that, you get the Green Knight, which is better than both of them. <laughs> like. I mean that's true. Yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> there you it's go. medieval instead of Vikings, but still, it's yeah. more of the the weird, surreal kind of like pace. But I I see what you're saying about the Northman because the this movie, it this type of movie that is very like there's little dialogue, there's little plot, there's very little character development has to rely on its atmosphere and it's kind of visuals and just kind of to be more like cinematic in that way and not like a traditional storytelling way. Uh, which this movie does, and I'm glad that, like, this kind of movie has to be shorter. Like, this movie is a cool nine, like, 91 minutes or it, whatever. It, yeah, right. It's and gotta be. that's perfect because it's, like, it is, quote-unquote, slower paced, but it's well paced. Like, this movie is, I feel like, has, yeah, a much better Dude, pace. One of the more great, consistent well, I, pace, anyway, than Northman, for sure. Right. Right, that's consistency. I think that that's it that's is. the that's well. A, this one, that's the key it definitely, word there. it's always so, kind of like it's always moving forward. It's always trance like. It's always dream like, but there's always like kind of a change of scenery. There's always like a little bit of like despair, a little bit of like tension and like threat of violence. Uh, right, that that's that's the big. It's like it. I mean, I think it, it credits to like the score that it has a very nice droning, that kind of like repetitive, you know, percussion that. Just it it and it's kind of like it's kind of almost sometimes like industrial techno mixed in, where it kind of seems out of place but like works really well. They like it's kind of like synth pop mixed with that like droney yeah. chant, and I I'm like oh that's cool that like and that's where that's where I feel like, uh, drive is yeah drive is really the one that see i like. need to i need to see drive again because it's like something about Nicholas Winding Refn or Rife or however you say his name. Uh, I am always rooting for him because I like his movies, but they never quite hit the mark for me. Because it's like I thought I saw Drive right when it came out, and everyone was obsessed with it, so I thought it was overrated. But I want to see it again because I did like a lot about it. I really liked Only God Forgives. It's like not that good, but there is some something yeah, about some, it, right? Well, it's got like it feels like a Korean, like a, it like, does. a Korean drama oh, or something. It, yeah, and it's like, like it's or, brutal, uh, not but Korean like drama, but, um, Yeah. Well, yeah, it's all like. 
it's like just crime and like horrible fucking underside of Bangkok. And it's like, and Ryan Gosling being a fucking badass with this. Anyway, uh, that movie's kind of cool, but it's like, and I really want to see neon demon. Maybe we should watch that next month. I know that I think it should be because I haven't seen it yet. And the same thing, dude, every time I go to watch it, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I watch something different. Well, he's got a a vibe and you do kind of gotta, you know, be, I don't know. Like, because Bronson feels a little different, but it's hard to say. But this movie, I don't know. I, I'm just really bummed because it's like I really wanted to like this movie more. I only gave it two stars on Letterboxd, which is like I think I it's know. pretty good. I, think I it's, saw that. I, it would have been a three and a half probably for me, but it's like I think Northman just they're, – they're, they're just so fresh in my mind. Northman does – a lot of the same things better. And then I just watched Aguirre, which I think is just like, does a lot, a lot of the same things better. So this felt like, Oh, okay. This is like a, uh, you know, like a low budget kind of passion project. That's like Viking for it. You know, like I'm for, and this is obviously before the Northman. And so it's like, cool, cool. And that's all fine. But the technical, I wouldn't say problems. They're not necessarily problems, but like limitations, I guess. I would actually I wouldn't even say limitations I would say I would say that it it was it was their aesthetic I think they I think they chose to do it that way because it was in vogue that was a very popular like dude to the the early like 2006 to like 2010 digital digital blood and digital like that really like really just coming through and like they probably shot like a really basic you know they shot it like uh because I got I got to double check I, it seemed digital to me. Oh yeah. And then they and then they heavily they heavily color corrected it. Oh yeah, this this movie's digital um, as fuck. And I, I struggle with it, that yeah. because it takes place one hundred percent in nature, but it's not doesn't feel like it's trying to say anything about like the juxtaposition of like, oh, our technical age and this like also the rawness of man and nature. Uh, they feel to clash with one another and not in a way that like is actually purposeful and, and like has a message. Yeah. It's shot on a red, so yeah, that's funny. But because yeah, that's I, this I know is definitely mean. the early days of when digital it, started looking actually pretty good. Because it's right. like it, that's the thing; it looks good, but you can. It's so funny to be like, you can tell compared it's to digital. Now, yeah, it, definitely. <laughs> like, it, I I know what you're saying there's like a depth to it, and it's like when you shoot, and I think, and I think like another stylistic choice that they went through is to make it seem hazy, like the like. Oh, it's like super. There's probably some supposed to be like hell. Like it's supposed to be a walk through. And that's mostly fine, but it's just like you know, it's under underworld plane. You know, that's not human or just not like natural. I don't know, man. I feel like it's like I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt with you, but it does feel like every time like it looked good, it was by accident because you can just shoot beautiful landscapes and get lucky. You know what I mean? Well, I mean they they always look good, but sometimes this movie just looked the framing. (laughs) <laughs> the framing was the framing was beautiful though, and th- there were a lot of times where I'm just like, oh man, they would like yeah, hold on a shot, shots, yeah, for sure, and yeah, they would hold on a shot, and it's like I'm like, oh man, I mean that that's it is cinematic, <sighs> but I but I know exactly what you mean. This it it is this is like an independent film. I mean it it is yeah. <laughs> not oh, just yeah, just sure. by its nature, but like it was shot independently. Well, we can and, we can get into it but, right now. So um, I was watching. I'm like, man. This seems like something I would make out of high school and with a low fucking budget. And so I was like, dude, this movie's probably I was like, oh, you know what? Every time I saw the digital blood or I noticed yeah. the really artifacting of the digital camera or like how there's no fucking depth of the shadows and things like that. I was like, oh, OK, this is obviously limitations. And obviously we said in the past limitations breed like creativity because you have to work within certain things, you know. And I was like, you know what? They probably have like a hundred thousand dollar budget, five hundred thousand dollar budget oh, max. Really? I, yeah, I, I was thinking. Just, I thought a million the whole time. That's yeah. what I was like, yeah, anything right. under a million. And yeah. it's like it's just guys wandering around in in outside in the wilderness, which costs nothing. There's no sets. Everything's sticks and primitive. In costumes that look fine, it's that, mostly just like leather yeah, right? and maybe they, some little things. And so right. that's all cool. Even the stuff where they're on the boat is all fogged out, and they're just, like, sitting in a harbor, which is all cool until I, I'm like, I have to know the budget, <laughs> right? So I looked yeah. it up, and this is still not a big budget. No, no right. This is still an independent. I mean, that's the whole thing. We're, you're, you're we're the, not you're maligning. The yeah, you're the budget guy. But- I know. I mean, I know. I usually do, yeah, Money Minute. But the but the Money Minute right now is 
it, dude, it was like it was like five point seven million. Yeah. That Which, is that is wildly low, but so much more money than I expected for this. Dude, it, it, I, so I agree much. with you a hundred percent. Like I'm like, where did that money go? Was it all distribution? Even I though that's the I didn't thing. hear about I didn't hear about this movie in theaters. So it's like Yeah, true. I like don't yeah. I don't know where I can't even I'm trying to remember who if it was friend group or my dad or someone someone brought this up to me yeah. to my attention and i like it's i maybe god i might have even seen bronson before but i'm pretty sure i saw this I feel first like, and then i feel I like back. i yeah i definitely saw bronson first but yeah, it wasn't until later that i was like oh it's the same director right after drive because then i was like what's right. this filmography and then i was like oh it's that guy um no. I not but, but I don't know. But man, dude, I five, just like five point seven. Where did it go? <laughs> really, well, I'm really curious. That's the thing, it's like uh, <laughs> you would think in your brain, worth a lot of things, you'd be like, I got a million bucks to make a movie, and let me spread that out however I want. And if I had two million bucks, then I can just spread it out even better. So you would think the overall quality, but that's not necessarily how movies <sighs> works. You could no, spend but... a million bucks making the whole movie, and then you could spend five million bucks. Doing one thing, paying for one the, musical right, paying one actor, paying just distribute, uh, like, and right, so it's just right, like right. I guarantee, the whole rest of the movie had to been pretty cheap, but somewhere there is somewhere in this movie that cost half the budget. I guarantee it, like one thing There's that cost half yeah, the budget, but I don't, I don't know what it is, but you know, it's right, got to be because yeah. they didn't have five. There's no way they had five million dollars going in to just like spread it out. Like, okay, let's. Let's uh, you know, go towards. Let's put you know, five hundred k towards the costume budget. Like, there's no way they were strapped for a lot of stuff, and then it had to be distribution or something. Because to be fair, I mean, Bronson was pretty popular. I mean, in our circles, because we're film nerds, I guess. But, um, but it's like the fact that this movie did. I don't know how well it did financially here, but it was like, obviously, it won the poll. Like people know about it, so maybe. I mean, obviously, it's an English spoken film, but it's like Danish, you know. So maybe, yeah, just like worldwide distribution, yeah. something, maybe, some yeah, fuckle well. up there. But I don't know. If anyone out there in podcast land knows, I bet if Nicholas Winding Rife, sorry for butching your name, but you're a d- dedicated fan and you listen to all of our podcasts, t- let us know. That was my biggest thing. I'm like, I, I have a harder time giving it the benefit of the doubt knowing that. But also I'm like, yeah, for all I know, Mads Mikkelsen is like a diva. And he's like, I'm the greatest actor. And he he, he took it. He cost $3 million or something. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe, I mean, he paid, I, maybe he paid himself. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I, I he seems like a cool guy. And I like him in pretty much everything I've seen him in. So, You know what I really like him in? Not even a oh, movie. Not even a movie. Death Stranding, the video game. Oh, he's in that. Oh, and that's cool. And he is awesome in it. He's so good. <laughs> it's funny. It, it said that this this movie is the inspiration for God of War, but I, I swear <laughs> I thought I'm, God of War came out first. I'm pretty maybe, sure the inspiration for it, God of War was you know, <laughs> yeah, the Greeks All first, the, and then the Norse second. Yeah, yeah right, right. No, right. that's that's a cute. Somebody who said that. <laughs> I guess maybe it's like because yeah, God of War came out in like 2002, the original That's one. What I thought, but yeah. it was but it's all like Greek mythology, and then yeah. are the people of Valhalla oh, Rising trying they, to be like Valhalla. yeah? And then they watched our movie and they realized Vikings are cool, they, and so they wanted to do Norse mythology, and that's what inspired the new God of War ten years later. Get a, right, get a grip. Right. Get a fucking yeah, grip. Right. <laughs> like no way. I mean, we did. We we, we had our Viking. We had our Viking boom. We, yeah, oh yeah. There's, I mean, we're we're still kind of, I think, I think a little bit in the ripple effect of Vikings it. Vikings are always pretty cool, you know what I mean? Um, ex- like the TV show went all like 2010s was the good. So this is like, yeah, yeah, this is early for the Viking boom. I think I felt like because I did feel like between you know the last decade we got more Viking stuff, and then it was capped off with Northmen, and I feel like maybe we haven't seen anything or will for a while. I know, right? I kind like of feel like Northern there's all was... there's like the shows, there's all the shows for it, but uh, yeah, I I'm yeah, I'm thinking big screen too. Yeah, I'm like I'm good. I like Vikings, but I'm good. God, I really wanted Northman. Everything. See, that's the thing. That's where this this movie, like Valhalla Rising, it does like it does like three things right, and that to me, I'm like, I I can't say I like it more. I just think I just appreciate 
that he like stuck to his guns and he kept the pacing how it is. Oh yeah. And so and it and it like it's very effective. I just think so with Northman I kinda just wish there's like it like Northman didn't do anything wrong. I just think I I think I just had too high of expectations. It's my it's my own fault. Like I love the Northman, but there's just I wanted I wanted more. I wanted Edgar to dig deeper almost, you know? Like I don't know. Just because his pacing in Witch is so it's it's like this. Is his pacing in Witch is like not for a mainstream audience, and so like Northman, he just feel like he sold out, man. <laughs> but but then but he didn't because it's like it's not a movie for mainstream audience. It's not. It did not do well. So it did, uh, go listen it to didn't. that episode. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know, man. I like. I have a hard time looking past because it doesn't feel as sty- like even if it was stylistic, it doesn't feel like it. I I don't think there's a good reason to use digital blood in this way. <laughs> oh my God, dude, the, the digital blood that was, was, that hurts it, me. No, man. there, there's that scene, the scene when he does, when he, when he breaks out of his chains for the yeah. first time, you know, to run away that, that whole, like, it's funny because there's one wound. There's like a, per, a person's really wounded and it's all practical. Well, the practical it's effects like, are great. You don't are need amazing. to have blood spying then, everywhere. Like, and then he, yeah. And then he like hits him with the ax and it is the, it's the most like digital. There, there's no reaction to it. He doesn't react to blood because there is no blood to react to. Oh, it was kind of like I'm 100. Like, oh, buddy, I'm pretty. It's, it's definitely something like the fucking action movie essentials pack. That's just right. like it's just blood spray against a green screen, composited out yeah. on a 2D flat thing. Because it's like I see the benefits of digital blood. Don't get me wrong. I use we've used digital blood. Because it's like Scorsese. Li- Scorsese uses digital blood. Fincher and you don't uses really notice digital it blood. Sometimes. Same, you right, know? right, right, right. And that, um, that's the whole thing. I, I got nothing against because he shoots it really, a billion, say, a but... billion takes and doesn't want to make clean up a huge mess every time. Right, which I, which I get. You know what I mean? But it's and it's like they don't. Have, this movie didn't have a Fincher budget or a Scorsese budget, but they were doing so good with the practical that when that came out of there, yeah. and then it's just like I don't know, just the look, the, just like the look and like the audio in this movie, like I. That definitely felt like they were leaning into it because it's like sometimes the audio was like really weirdly distorted on like some of their voices and stuff. And it had a very it did have like an ethereal type like feel to it, uh, which I dug. But at that point, it was just kind of grinding on me. But I don't know. Like, I do think if this this movie just looked and felt better visually and audio, which is like that's the fucking medium like. The pacing's good, but there's not enough meat there. Like, you know, I can look past that shit if there's enough meat on the bones. Like, oh, I really care about the One-Eye character. I don't give a fuck about One-Eye. Like, I want him to win because he's my protagonist, and it's like I'm rooting for him, but it's like he doesn't even speak. And I don't know. (laughs) Like, I I mean, but that that's but that works. That works. That works. I think I think like I don't want want him to speak. But I do. I do think the ending is a little flat and kind of like. I understand, like, we're supposed to interpret it, the his sacrifice, you know, to just, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it's supposed to mean, but he just, is it just as basic as, like, he sacrifices himself to save the kid? So it's kind of like, okay, cool. But, like, I kind of, yeah, I wish there was, I wish yeah. there was more well, it feels like- narrative on his end. Like, why did he, why does he give up <laughs> the fight? It feels like anyway, they like, don't care about the narrative. It feels like they are more interested in telling a story about, like, you know, more of a, like, mythological type or, or like, a metaphorical type story that's like, oh, this is actually, like, legend, and this is not really... You shouldn't take it so literally, literally that this is what's happening. It's more like, oh... This is like he's the he's like the guardian angel or he's the he's Odin or whatever. Uh, but it's like it feels like a crutch. But I don't but I can't say because I don't know enough. It's like but it, I don't know. Well, it feels weirdly really pretentious I mean, I where it's just like, no, it's you just don't get it. it you know what I right, mean? It's sure. Just like, sure. No, there's there's I like mean, a. I, <laughs> But he stuck to his he stuck to his guns, dude. I don't know. That's the what. That's but where what it's like, was his guns? What is his point? I know, but but it really, yeah. I I got I'm I'm so conflicted because I like I do I love the visual and I love the pacing, and so like those two to me, I'm kind of just like, well, you know, it's 
it doesn't really matter. Like, I, I, I'm glad that they didn't give him a, like, flashback backstory or oh, okay. some, a, a, a true, you know, if they gave him, like, a true backstory. No, I'm not, I'm not upset that there's That's no, whole, there's no, like, quote unquote, like, I'm, big, deep characters, but that would be something I, for me to latch onto to look past right. what I think is a horrible visuals. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's where it is. It's like I don't know, kind of like kinda sometimes this movie look looks at. sometimes it looks really cool because but, it's like again, the, like you said, the framing, like some of the shots do look good, but every shot would have looked better had they not been like fucking with like in post being like yeah, well what if we just like crank yeah. the saturation up in this scene, crank the desaturation right. down in this scene, somewhat arbitrarily. Let's blow up the contrast and make the sky all blown out. But, like, not – it feels like it wasn't on set. It was, like, done in post, which is a just a weird choice in my mind that doesn't serve what the story is trying to tell. And that always dis- – it just distracted me, you know, because it's like yeah. – I, I think I'm just bummed because it's like I really, like you, liked a lot of this movie. I liked the vibe. I liked the pacing. I liked the atmosphere. Uh, I just kept being like, oh, man, if this is just, like – a little bit done differently in another way. It just felt kind of amateurish, and it bothered me. I don't know. Yeah, right. No, I, I definitely, I definitely see that. I kind of want to, I want to go back and watch Bronson now to see how that feels. Because I had, well, I mean, I had this movie, like you know, the memory of this film. I didn't. It didn't seem as digital because I was in that. I saw it in that age. Yeah, true. So I wonder how. Yeah. I wonder how Bronson compares to Bronson. Does feel digital to me. It feels like DVX, yeah. like almost like fucking yeah, just like yeah, some right. old like. And I, like, I bet that's what Pusher is shot on. Like, oh, honestly, guaranteed. You know, it's like it looks like it. Yeah. And you know that's cool because that that's the thing. It's like you know I'm all about using the tools that are available, and you know this is the era, uh, 2009. Like this era, right around 2010s, is when like digital started looking pretty good. And this movie sometimes looks good. But I feel like they were scared, and so they're like, oh, we got to do all these weird post effects to, like, right, cover yeah. the I, look of the digital. Yeah. Uh, which ended up just, like, accentuating it more. Well, made this and movie I, feel I wonder, though, I wonder if they did that because that was available. Like I like yeah. I said, like, oh, this yeah. kind of is a product of its time. Oh, I feel for sure. Like, I feel like they I, were – I feel like they had all of this new, like, you know, a- Apple or whatever, Mac just, like, dropped all this, like, new um, – you know, like whatever the MacBook Pro came out, and they were like, "Holy shit!" Like, look at what just comes with like these, like you know, like movie editors that no, you can that just makes do sense. now. You know, and so I wonder if they kind of like they kind of leaned into it a little bit more. You know, and I wonder if it would have been different. And I, I just I can imagine like that's why like Aguirre is so it's such a hard movie to to compare any of this to yeah. because that was shot by like a literal madman with like with like just like true true i mean everyone has passion but he's got like this weird like <laughs> love affair with film he's got and something so like, man i don't he, know what and like yeah dude it's got but he's got and like something and it well it hurts, him like, an ulcer, hurts you know whatever it is and i think that i think that's also like this movie this movie doesn't have that the true like it's weird you can like you can feel the passion when herzog makes a movie because he like has no regard for anybody and so where this movie i felt like they were like you know they were probably shooting yeah, they probably took them like you know thirty days to shoot this, and it was probably more fun and like you know there was probably a lot more safety and stuff and so I don't know I feel like for what we got we got like I like all the stuff know, them on the, like that's the thing it's like I like all the scenes I like all the stuff before they set out I really dig the boat and like them on the in the mist like lost in the mist I think that's all really cool and even when they get to uh, you know this like untamed wilderness. Uh, I really, I really like all the flow, and I really like the like. I don't care. I don't know. But I, but I can, I can see, I can see just, that dude. Just soured. One, it, all Simple it has to soured. be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, digital, digital can really ruin it. I mean, that's it can. Well, it takes away. I mean, that's that's been that's been like our argument forever. Well, is like, it's like I, you know, I, if, if film. <laughs> there, I just I need to know about that budget because <laughs> like. With a, know, with a right. six million dollar budget, uh, if they would have shot this on like sixteen millimeter or something, 
it's like imagine because it's like it's just all earthy and like they just like they just took out the digital blood because every time you don't need it because they have such good practical effect they disembowel a guy and it looks great and then they smash the one dude's head in and his brains are coming out and everything it's fucking awesome yeah um i don't know it's just some weird choices and a lot of it in post um i want to address one thing i wonder if he'll bring it up i'm saying travis on the world right now we'll listen oh, to yeah. his message here in a minute but um, I wonder if he'll bring it up in his review cause he, or in his comment or whatever because he, uh, he said on his letterbox, that's what made me change it. Long story short, the version that I started watching had a weird audio problem that it was like ticking, and I couldn't figure out if it was my computer or what, and I'm like, man, there's no way this is intentional. So I had to like find a different version and fix it, and I did, and I was like, okay, cool. No harm, no foul. It just took me longer because I had to find a new version of this movie. Uh, but Travis watched the one that was on the Plex before I fixed it because he mentioned the ticking sound in his Letterboxd yeah. review. And I was like, oh, no, man, because that drove me crazy. Now, I was like, I was literally being now like, I'm curious. What how... I'm curious, was it like ticking? Did it seem intentional no. in the movie, but like kind of weird? no way it could have been. Like, I, at first I was like, what is happening? I'm like, is this, there's no way, is this part of the soundtrack? Because it would kind of like fade in and fade out sometimes. God, uh, I wonder what it was. Yeah. I'll, I'll show it to you. I mean, I'll, I'll show it to you later. But like it, uh, <laughs> yeah. it got to a point where I'm like, if this is intentional and this is them part of the movie, I, will, I won't finish it. I was like, I got to text Jordan and be like, this movie's unwatchable. Like, I don't know how Travis did it. He's a, I would <laughs> not have finished it. I would not have done it. <laughs> well, Why, he still gave it a pretty good review for, <laughs> if I would, for having like. I would have uh, just set issues. it to like a silent film, just had the subtitles on. And then I just want to listen to like a do just like an all instrumental like Doom soundtrack or something. Yeah, watched it that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Well, that really could be that. Honestly, yeah. it could be watched that way. That's I mean that is intentional. It really actually has no like foley or like it, I mean it's got like some of the creaking ship and some of the like rustling and some oh, yeah. of like the it's very having like heavy on. The, I do like the score, which is cool. Right. Yeah, it's heavy on the score, and then, I guess I mean yeah, the, they use some like they use some like. It's like weird. There's like drone throughout the whole thing, and then like, and then there is like environmental sounds where it like cuts to like whistling wind and like rustling trees and stuff, and that all that all layers in there to like a nice little a nice little audio soup that I enjoyed. But I also this movie really could have been a silent film, and and like I and it would and I feel like the soundtrack. So dude, originally Mogwai was gonna do this soundtrack, which I don't know if you know Mogwai, but I fucking love them. And I was like, bummed that they they didn't get to do it. So I think it would have been I think it would have been ten times better because the soundtrack to me is like I tried listening to it on its own and it's just not. It's all right. It's just not there. It's, I mean, it's ambiance. You know what I mean? It's like you know yeah, weird and industrial. Like too, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's almost doomy like too, a little bit too thin. Yeah, a little too thin. It is. But uh, I'm yeah. only vaguely familiar with Mogwai because of you and uh, right. I, from what I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. See, I want to yeah. make I want to make a movie like like this style, this pilgrimage, but I, I want to do like a yeah like a heavy heavy instrumental doom soundtrack with like fucking stop motion wizards going across like this like <laughs> desolated plane or something from like these yeah like with these crazy beasts and stuff like that's what I that's what I want to see a Phil Tippett's style I, <laughs> like I know right can you imagine I mean yeah you you say stop motion this I'm is, already yeah I'm this already is the there. second I'm already done. of the podcast of every podcast where we just gush about how we wish everything was stop motion <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly uh, anyway I got a couple reddits so well let's hear them uh so first and foremost Clones of People 2 says, my first watch of this, I'm not a huge Winding Rife fan. Bronson was good, but I disliked Drive. However, I like Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, Hate is such a strong word, so I'll say I really disliked this. It was just so dull and so slow. The biggest flaw in this film was that uh, I felt completely apathetic towards everything. I didn't care about the characters or their journey, and I felt that the director wasn't giving me anything to care about. The film may have had a deeper underlying message and theme to ponder, but I didn't care enough to try to interpret it. I feel the director tried to make a film with multiple interpretations, but because the film was so lacking in narrative detail, for me there was nothing to explore. The score was alright. Overall, different enough to be memorable, but not for good reasons. Four out of ten. Uh, Oof. Alright. Yeah, okay. Uh, thank, thank you for commenting. I, yeah. I agree with that last paragraph about where it's just like, 
it feels like it kind of wants to have these other messages. Again, with the whole Odin thing, because that seems like that's so a Viking warrior with one eye. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like so Odin, but like, I'm trying to, like, I want to be like, why? Like, what does it mean? Like, is this supposed to, what's this supposed to symbolize? But then I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm not trying to go read about Norse mythology anymore. It's so I know, funny. right. But and that's, I mean, it does that's feel it's like, like it's kind of just, you know, like. But I, I feel like Northman gives, leaves, leaves me the same questioning. Yeah. I just think like, I just think like the, their story is more anchored because, you know, there's, there is, there's like lineage involved and, you know, a romantic tie involved. But then in the end it is like, it's honor. Um, uh, yeah, you know, you essentially. Know, I, 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 so, and I'm there for the, you know, I it's like, right. uh, I'm all for your opinion. I'm glad you watched it anyway. Clones of people too. I know, yeah, dude. But no, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's like I, I did like some of the themes and stuff. I like this type of movie. I just feel like if I want that, I could get it elsewhere, more plen- more juicy. Uh, this one, this comment actually got me. I wrote it on the thing, but I got the message on my phone that you know I had a Reddit comment or whatever. And I just like glanced it and I only saw the first sentence and I was like, oh, cool. And the first sentence he fucking got me was Turbo 13 says, wow, I loved this movie. And when he said that, I was like, oh, right on. And so but his full message says, wow, I love this movie. Said no one ever. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I didn't know they made a medieval sequel to Aguirre. (laughs) Same story, different raft. The blood is a little less red. I actually might have to change my rating of Aguirre to make room for this masterpiece of awfulness. Uh, everything about this movie was trashed. The sound design was so cheesy and felt slammed and rushed in. The pace was super, super slow. It was hard to get into the characters. The super cheesy editing of the red flashes. At least Aguirre was technically sound. This was horse poo. They should have taken notes from Shrek. 0. 0.6 out of 5 this week. <laughs> brutal <laughs> brutal dude uh, he just tore it down i know i like i mean that's that's fine no, i don't, I don't this, know what it is this it's movie like, this is not for i don't know what i would, i don't know what i would give this movie that's the that's the tough thing is like i just i personally i like how dirty it is and i love the i like i'm just like i love that he just stuck with the pacing so i that love that was, they're like, great. The see thing. i like the slow pacing too i i right. feel like originally and not, while i was watching it yeah. i was like i feel like no one has the patience for movies these days and i was like even myself i was enjoying it but like my fucking adhd i'm like trying to fiddle with shit i like literally have fiddle shit on my desk so i can watch movies without like messing with shit <laughs> and like um i like the slow pace and i do feel like these days like a lot of people have a hard time sitting down and watching a movie period let alone a movie that's like all symbolic and about like this journey and it's all like mythical and there'll be, it it could have been a silent film because there's no like substance to like the actual quote unquote narrative. Right. Right. Which is not necessary in cinema. Um, You know, you can rely on like an atmospheric mood piece, you know, Um, but whatever, you know, I just think it's funny that I, he he, tore, he, he, tore hated, he hated Aguirre though, so which which is funny. I mean, I I kind of assumed that like I like I thought like if anything, this is kind of this is like I like the red flashbacks metal. too. Yeah, it is. I, I like the I love it. I loved I I loved I how like it's the like they the red the red flashbacks. So they it kind of lost it towards the end. At least yeah. I like I'd have to see it again to like kind of it jump scared you. Do you remember but the it, jump scare? It, where like is uh, all super quiet and calm, and then it just like screeches, and it cuts to him with the like the profile of his red face for just like a second. <laughs> but it jump scared yeah. you just because like the audio, you're like, oh shit, because it yeah, just right, like right, blows right. No, out and, and, and I, I thought that I thought that when I was watching it, I was like, I was like, oh, this is to like make sure you're paying attention. Like if you if you weren't it's to wake you, you were up. like kind of yeah, kind of drifting off. But it's like uh, I love I love the red because it's like the red is like the red's like super subtextual and totally like it's like confusing until like the scene happens and then you're like oh that was like it's almost like he has he is myth, he is a mythological being that like well, yeah. has foresight and you know and so it's like maybe you know, he's odin that's, but that's cool uh before i right. made that connection i was uh to me he was like literally supposed to symbolize the essence of wrath 
especially my right, other favorite right. part. One of my favorite parts of this movie, and you know I'm a boner. I, I have a fucking hard on for these. Uh, is the is the title cards title, right? <laughs> title sequences? Yeah, title. A title good, cards are like that's a that's good title we, drop yeah. is what is like gets me wet. Yeah. And it's just like they get there and they're just well, like it's like hell, like this, chapter six hell, yeah. hell or whatever. And I'm like yeah. hell, yeah, buddy. <laughs> it, it does. Is it six? It was it was kind of weird. Though. I don't, it's I don't weird the number it was, but I don't know. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I've seen a lot of movies like that, and it's like. I guess having multiple or uh, three just feels like, you know. Oh, there's definitely there's definitely like six minimum in this one. No, there's right, of course, of course. But I'm thinking like even Asteroid City had like four yeah. at least, right? Yeah. Four or five. Yeah. So it's like I don't know, yeah. So I guess it's like it doesn't like have it to be breaks three, it, I just kinda it breaks it into yeah. like you know. Well, I guess Green Green Knight does that too. Dude, oh good, a lot yeah, of the, good movie. Yeah. That's that's Northman like my narrative. My, one of my favorite parts of the Northman, I, oh, I said yeah. it in that episode is like the title drop of the night the Nightblade feeds or whatever. I'm like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. I'm there for that. Yeah, t- title drops title drops are like adjacent to my narrative well, uh, it, fixation. And my, in this it helps <laughs> my, with the pacing because, you know, it starts right. with wrath and it's about his like raw violence and his just need to survive and it's like and that connection with like old Viking culture, it's in your blood, you know, they're warriors, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then it's just like, but then it becomes like the men of men of God. And it's like, they are constantly just at like, just shown to be sort of buffoons where it's just like, there is no God. There's only rage, but then it's like, yeah. Okay. So, but is he godlike? And then if there is no God, is it basically about nature taking back whatever is that what this uh about the natives like symbolize is that it's just like you know you know you got your christianity you got your norse gods and all that but nothing matters in the face of the one true god which is earth nature taking it back i don't know and so it's just like that's what i was kind of feeling and that's why i kind of agree with clones of people too said is because it's like there feels like there's all these like themes but it doesn't like pick one uh and it makes me be like, oh, maybe I'm just too stupid to like to be able to like, oh, well, actually, you know, blah, 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 which leaves it open for many interpretations, obviously. But it does. It feels like it does it on purpose. It feels like it's like, oh, wouldn't this be cool? Like if we you know, did that. And I was like, eh, it is. It is cool. But it's yeah, it's all cool. I think it's yeah, I don't I think it's like don't. It's all right. You, you like it more don't, than everyone don't, else. I, I, I'm don't usually, you for usually not, for not don't. Understanding it, but I don't, <laughs> I don't like, I don't fully. No, no that, that sounds condescending, but I, uh, it no, really is like, it's like, I don't think really there's anything to, there to it, really understand. That's the whole thing. I know, <laughs> but that's, but that's the thing. It is, it is truly just up to your interpretation without having like, I have like very minimal, like historical context, if you will, or any kind of like education on this. But I think just like the true the feeling that I got from like just the the pure violence and then like the tenderness that he has to like the kid and then the and then the like it, it's kind of cool because it's like it's all just luck throughout the whole movie. He doesn't it's not like he is he's not mythological. He's not like all powerful. He can't he's not he's not like he doesn't have like some kinship with like the natives there and the land and anything like that he is just a product he's a survivor he truly does just survive and so at the end he's he's sacrificed and that's kind of the part that's muddled for me i don't know if it's his choice or if yeah like, you know it just it kind of like it's like clearly it has to be his choice because he drops his weapons and walks into it so that like shows it's his choice but i'm like i'm also kind of like i kind of wish it was I wish he was even more mythological because he says the kid says like we're gonna go to the ocean and he's gonna he's gonna build me a boat and I kind of wish that a boat just like slowly came out of the mist just on the tree know? and just just in the tree as <laughs> in the tree caught that's so fucking sick dude Gary's like yeah, one of the greatest Gary, movies Gary's. ever been. it's like yeah but anyways it's like I kind of wish there was more there was more production for the end like the climax but it you know it's fine I I enjoyed it. I'm I'm a fan of this movie. I totally get like I thank you, closer people too, for commenting. I I'm not trying to like, you know. Well, no, align your comments that's why we do. I, that's I, why we do the podcast is because you like yeah, it more. Right. I just am like to look at if I look at it, it's like a uh, if I ignore all the other stuff and I'm like he's just a guy, he's just doing a thing, and it's about his relationship, like. That makes it simpler, but then it's just like, why is that all the, all that other stuff there if it doesn't want me to try and think like 
constantly that he's like this weird holier than thou like what is the filmmakers actually trying it, to say because it's not about the, their story really yeah right, right, right but i think it's like the it's the outside influence that like sees him as his strength brings on that mythology yeah and, like, i get i get that. other people you know that's that's well, what and it's like, just like he's bubbling uh, like, he's bubbling inside he's like this stone red just always seeing red you know just this like that's why i'm like oh he's like the personification of like wrath and rage and all this you know what i mean um that all really works but it's just like i don't know if i in our movie if i, I, I just put mean, like I a lot was... of christ imagery and i'm like people, would... people be like why is there all this christ stuff in here that must have some deeper yeah. meaning i'm like yeah it does like it's up for it you does. to figure it out though well sometimes, <laughs> like, sometimes you can't just get away with that and just be like this is it they're crusaders and that's <laughs> it i mean that's kind of a gary doesn't really try to get no yeah a gary any deeper a gary's have. just a gary's just like you know because it now it nails the vibe stuff, yeah. Right, right, right. right. Uh, sorry, so I forgot I you said Travis it. had a thing. I'm pulling it up. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's hear some hear from um, Travis. What we you know we haven't done in a long time is what was your favorite part? Right. Oh yeah, I know how I said I wanted to get back to form and then we already kind of did. If you so liked just... this, watch this. You know, watch a gear a, Watch fucking all. Uh, watch mm. Northman. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah. The similarities. Um, El Topo. Check out El Topo. <laughs> Go, please, God. More people need to watch fucking El Topo, dude. And yeah. Hodorowsky just needs to be consumed. But, uh, 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 man, I don't know. Favorite part. I mean, the the death scene is pretty brutal. And if you like brutality. It starts off it, uh, with kind of a bang. Pretty sick. You know dude, I, mean? I know the first, b- before he gets on the boat. That like I'm like God this, it, that had that had a lot of a lot of energy and like I was like oh man I wish they could keep this going and then the boat gives you like a breather but it's a little too long and then and then they're just kind of like lost and then when they all go they all get like they all get like forest madness you know yeah. that was kind of, I kind of was I was a little confused by that I mean that that's probably where like you know if I had like a fucking history degree I'd probably respect it a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. Because I wasn't I, that that didn't that was something that narrative through line didn't work for me because I didn't quite understand why they were going crazy. But anyway, I mean, it was beautiful. It was f- fun to watch. And yeah, I, like I loved I loved like I liked the the rock stacking. That was that was a cool scene. Yeah, that was good. There's there's symbolism somewhere in there. <laughs> but he's trying to find yeah. his piece because I, I did feel like there's something very it, yeah. weirdly meditative or, about one eye. It, and then I feel like that's a lot of the like flashes to the like right. him and his stoic face with the red is like very much like it's just like bottled like he's just and he's stacking the rocks to just kind of like. But then again, maybe he's right. a god. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I know, right? No, he's just a man, dude. That's I, I the, actually that's the thing. you're you're calling him a god, man. That's I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'm calling him a god. I think fucking Nicholas Winding is calling him a fucking well, god, not me. Yeah. I'm just picking up what he's putting down. All right. Speaking of gods, let's hear Travis. Well, <laughs> my favorite part is probably the boat. Oh yeah, I like the okay. boat. Yeah, I don't know. Boat scene, I don't know yeah. what it is that, like, hidden with the violence and then like all the stuff on that. But like them, like if they could have done more with the boat, uh, but like mixed it up because yeah, I agree they couldn't have just done the same thing. But I, I like the idea of them just like lost in the mist. And just like surrounded by unseen forces, like who knows where they are out at sea. And I like the fact that it does, the men start treating him as like mythical, right? And he's like drinking right. the salt water, or you think it's salt water, but then it turns out it's fresh water from the river, which is like, ah, ha, is a, is a really fun realization moment, you know what I mean? And I've been uh, reading the terror, and it's all about like boats I, and stuff. So I know, I'm like, right. I so let, say, it's, it's, it's clicking for yeah. me, you know. <laughs> I could no, I could totally see that. And I yeah, and I like, I think I just, I was, I wanted more from the boat because the boat seemed, it like seemed super cramped, but not shot. It wasn't shot cramped. It was just shot pretty wide and so yeah. It just no, didn't I, feel. I, I see that. Yeah. Um, utilized in my opinion but anyways i i do like the the mist the oppressive yeah so just like the the, that it's like otherworldly no wind and no vision they're just like that was lost at sea like i don't know that was cool there's no wind yeah all right you ready travis oh yeah let's do it hey guys old man travis here before i get into this week's movie i have an idea i want to share with you two as horror tober quickly approaches i was thinking it'd be cool to see a poster of you guys surrounded by a character from each movie selected this year Kind of like the posters I've seen for Stranger Things. 
And at the bottom, you could have Patreon people's names as the credits or something. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to have a collection every year. Just an idea, though. Okay, so Valhalla Rising was a little of a letdown for me. Because it started out so violent and brutal, which is what I like in a Vikings movie, then its tone changed to something else. At times, one eye was so quick to kill some of the Crusaders, but at the end just laid down without a fight. For me, completely ruining what could have been an amazing ending. It just seems to me that the beginning violence would turn some viewers off and the lackluster finale would turn others off, thus not satisfying anyone. My question today is about the boy in the story. Do you guys think that he was human or some kind of Viking folklore spirit child? At times, he would appear not to be with the others, and as one eye was so quick to defend him, at the end literally leaves the kid to fend for himself alone in a distant land. It didn't seem very, like a very noble thing to do, and if one eye was a vicious savage, then why not go down without a fight? Thanks. Thanks, Travis. Yeah, thanks, I no. like the I like the idea. The, dude, the, the poster the is a good idea. Poster man. Every that's, yeah, we're, I was looking at the old like calendars that I did. Yeah, and I, I, that's what I, yeah. It's I like, have fun calendar. with those. Yeah, I should do a poster though. Like make it like a movie poster every year. That is a fun idea. And then like with, you know, something with the yeah. Yeah, the the because last year I ended up doing a letterbox list within that really helped and so something like that. I'm mix it up this year. So thank you for the suggestion. And if you were a Patreon, I'd put your name on it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Travis. Hint, Thank hint. you uh, to our but Patreons. You, yeah. All of you guys are I'm beautiful. I'm put your name Travis, on a you, post. You rock, so. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. I don't but know. There's something I, with uh, that kid, though, right? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I actually never really, like, gave the kid much thought. I just assumed it's a it's a stand-in because this movie's, like, I think for, uh, you know, Rifen's son or something that was born. It, like, I like how it's greasy he end. is. That's in memory. I like yeah. that. <laughs> or not in memory, but for he dedicates it to his son, I believe. Was that right. who it was? I, I was wondering who that. I, yeah, I was like, well, what I relative didn't, I that didn't, was. I didn't clarify it, but it's, it's probably what it <laughs> it's is. It's like his I dead just, dad or something. It's like, I, like, I, I I'm it the really, son. Yeah. It really could be. Yeah, I guess he would be the son, huh? I didn't. I forgot to look that up, but I like. I was like, oh, I should look that up because I'm curious who that is. But then I just I made it because he had he just he had like a kid on set. Anyways. He had his daughter during the production of this, but oh. um, so it could be for his dad. But Travis, you know what, bud? I get it. You know, <laughs> it, it like it like totally. I just I don't know. I think I like I can forgive I can forgive the ending because I just wish there was the boat because they mentioned that he's like, oh, he's gonna build me a new boat. He's gonna get me a boat. He's gonna get me home. And so that was gonna be like the. See, I could like I can understand him sacrificing himself because the kid is like quote unquote safe. But I think he sacrificed himself so that the the like the natives would have just ignored the kid, you know, instead of killing see, him to let him have safe. See, passage. that's what's so, Like, I feel right. like I can't get on your guys's level at all because I feel like this movie is not literal at all. This movie is all metaphors right. all the time. Sure. That I'm like, like the kid, like and him being a warrior, like that doesn't matter. He put his shit down because he wants to be God or whatever. And it's like the kid is either. He's either a kid that's just like opportunistic and like kind of clever, and he takes over the role of like, oh, this is what one eye is saying or whatever, or you know, is he actually some like sort of prophet? Is it saying something? Because this movie obviously wants to say a lot about religion. Is it like this is what prophecy is? Is like someone starts just making up some shit, and then suddenly they're buying their own bullshit, and like by the end of it, he's like totally preaching it. Does the kid represent innocence? Does he represent fucking hope, like optimism, like everything is like, oh, I'm going to get going where I'm going and we're blah, 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 you know? So I don't know. That's the thing. It's like I could see all of it, but I can't feel any one way about it. Okay. I like I like the kid, though. I kind of like wish there's a little bit more to their dynamic because I did like I did think that was kind of good stuff. Uh, I like especially the idea of this kid being like, oh, yeah, like, I hear him. He speaks. It's like, I like, yeah. I really liked that. Uh, I, was well, like, I, f- I feel like, yeah, I feel like at the end, it's like they've just, they've just been traveling together so long that he really can speak for him, you know? Yeah, yeah, and then, and then that's why, language, but. that's part of the reason why one eye is so quick to defend him is because, like, this kid mm-hmm. is not only just a kid, but it's like, 
is his mouth is like knows him is the only person that even cares to pretend to know him, you know, um, by speaking for him, their team, you know, and just like a man with just legs and then a man with just arms <laughs> is one man. Like I know it's just one. <laughs> dude, I know it's almost so good. Uh, anyway, that's Valhalla Rising. We're over, dude. I'm no. fucking. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, we had, we it's, had fun. Here. It's solid. It's you know, I think it's kind of for this type of movie. It's definitely worth a watch, despite its flaws. Um, next week, it's definitely a buy. Yeah, next week is a movie I know nothing about, other than it's a medieval movie, apparently, and it's got Sean Connery in it. So, uh, it's the name of the rose. That'll, that'll be one of our first Sean Connery films. Surprisingly, yeah, I don't, yeah. Um, we keep saying one day we'll do James some James Bond movies. Maybe we will one day. Eh, maybe, maybe. Sure, we will. Yeah, one day. I mean, one day we'll run out of enough stuff. We'll have to do James Bond. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, dude, so this. The name of the Rose poster looks fucking sick, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, I can't tell what vibe it's going for. <laughs> like, oh, I know. I can't either, Like, dude. is this a, is this a wacky tell. comedy? Is this, it's, I've In heard the, it's like a mystery oh, sort of, so yeah, let's dude. see. Is that Christian Slater? Fuck yeah, dog. Yeah, I'm into it. So, uh, I'm cool to go in, something I haven't seen, kind of get a, get an idea. So, go check that out. Name of the Rose. 80s movie we're watching that next week and if you haven't already go to the fucking reddit and tell us what horror movies you want to watch in horrortober uh because we're gonna compile that list and get that going pretty soon and then it'll be here before you know it so and then take a look at all the previous years because there's almost a hundred horror movies we've already watched i know right um so you know, maybe one day we'll do some repeats of classics. The but check them out. No, there's, right, enough there's, enough. there's enough. There's uh, enough. Yeah. But, but somebody already said the, Return of the Living Dead, and I'm like, oh, man, I do love that. I mean, I, I guess I gotta I mean, define I guess I know, a way yeah. to sneak it in. <laughs> That's true. It could be like thirty, the thirty-first day, because I actually sometimes don't watch the thirty-first movie because we're already, yeah, we're already, we're already through them all. I already, yeah, I try to put like one of them I, on the thirty-first. I always do an iconic one that it's like, yeah, yeah. You know. Anyway, keep you guys interested, man. Yeah. So stay tuned. Check out that other movie. I gotta get something. All right. Howdy. Bye. Bye. Bye.